we have to be able to fit every single facet into it. It's so much more than just getting into the gym or just eating well or just getting sleep or just practicing mindfulness. Welcome to the Ardent Fitness Podcast. We are a personal coaching facility that takes a wholehearted approach to helping individuals find their most powerful self. We are here to wholeheartedly help you to live with purpose, and this podcast is our way of reaching you outside of the gym. Our experiences and those of our guests are here to help you glean information to help you along your path to living with purpose. What's going on, Art and Fitness? Welcome back to a special episode, Poolside Chat, joined today with Chase Tolson. What up, Coach? What up? Been a, been a couple weeks, I think, since I've been on. It's been a couple weeks. Pretty busy. New changes going on. New culture. A lot of cool new happenings. I think uh, today's word of the day is going to be new. I think uh, we got a lot to talk about today too. Yeah, and I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna create the structure for what we talk about out of what's kind of a moving target. But what we're trying to build out is the ardent definition for fitness. And I, I was kind of. Um, kind of riffing on it this morning and uh this is what i came up with so far painting a picture of fitness that serves your life should include pain-free unrestricted ranges of motion we should be one with our body understanding how to move through different planes and patterns unencumbered external loads should be moved with ease and with the confidence that we can do so safely endurance should be enough that we can run with our dogs carry our kids up and down the stairs or go for a long hike without being winded. These abilities will provide you with the opportunity to live your most powerful life to live with purpose. Really well said, well thought out plan. And this is just something that comes pretty natural for you on a Sunday morning, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, was, I had already got my car washed and cooked breakfast and it was still only about 8.30, so I figured why not do a little bit of little bit of vision vision work because as I step off the coach floor more and more uh, it's moving towards driving the vision of the gym we have to make sure that that vision is well defined right yeah absolutely yeah. and it's, it's no secret that you're an early riser um, getting getting after it each and every day so painting the picture of fitness it's a really interesting thought um, really interesting mindset too especially where we're going, where we're moving, um, and where your vision is really playing into. I think that this is something that really has um, taken hold of the gym, taken hold of your mindset, and really has flowed through to the members. And um, to talk a little bit about how you paint that picture, how you live with that longevity and striving for uh, living a pain-free life. Yeah, so I mean, I, I like the thought of painting a picture, right? Because to, to paint a masterpiece takes thousands of brush strokes, right? Um, multiple different size brushes, most likely, uh, and, and multiple different paints. You know, it takes the ability to see things from a different angle and to use different perspectives. So when we're painting a picture of fitness, we have to be able to fit every single facet into it. It's so much more than just getting into the gym or just eating well or just getting sleep or just practicing mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And all these pieces, all these little brush strokes come together to create a masterpiece of fitness. Yeah. You know what? Oh, really well said. Um, so take us through one of your processes. I mean, when you're evaluating what painting that picture, like that first brush stroke through um, some of those pillars that, you know, we talk about a lot. What are those foundations? You know, it's eating right, sleeping right, 
being in the gym, living stress-free as best as possible. Sounds like an easy, easy thing to do, and I know it takes a long time to master. And uh, I like how you use the word confidence too. Yeah. To have the confidence in yourself to follow through and um, you know hold yourself accountable. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah, and that's you know I kind of tried to the way that I wrote this statement is kind of building a pyramid, right? Like at the very bottom, you need to know what you're painting a picture of. And then the next piece that I, I personally believe is the next most important is pain-free, unrestricted range of motion. Because without that, how are you going to be able to express any of the other pieces? Um, even just going through your day-to-day life, bending down to, to pet your dog, you know, taking the garbage down to the end of the driveway, carrying laundry up the stairs, pain-free, unrestricted ranges of motion. You shouldn't have to warm up for life. You should be able to get into any range of motion that your day-to-day life requires without second-guessing yourself and be able to tackle any task that your day-to-day life requires without second-guessing your ability to do so in a safe manner. Like how you said, you shouldn't have to warm up to take on life, right? Are you, I think functional movement kind of got watered down along some path and um, you shouldn't really have to warm up to pick your dog up, right? You shouldn't have to, to use the bathroom or pick your groceries up. Somewhere along the way, functional movement and high intensity exercise uh, turned synonymous. And it's it's not. You can do functional movements at a high intensity every once in a while, but then it it loses its functionality to be applied to -to day-to-day life when you're creating such an intense environment and always stressing your body to the point that you're never actually recovered. And you're so tight that you can't pick something up off its shelf because your, your lats are smoked from doing 50 butterfly pull-ups the day before. Yeah. You know, so it's functional movement serves our function. And if we can take that and understand what our function is in life, and if your function is not to be a pro athlete, then it is probably to be vital and to be able to garden and go for hikes and go for walks and not worry about your ability to do so. And in that manner, we should be able to express those ranges of motion, you know, unencumbered. Yeah. And, and be able to and have confidence that we know how to get into each position. So it's, by and large, it's pain-free body awareness. I like that. This. So you, a little while back, I think maybe a year ago, correct me on the timeline if you can, but yeah. um, we moved to an ID um, template, right? Like an ID built out for this exact type of movement. Someone who is interested in living a pain-free life now trickling down into the thrive programming too which is geared towards helping people live a pain-free life with potentially and and best idea is pain-free programming right yeah you know so that's just it and we can dig in we should do a whole nother episode on how pain is an emotional response sure um but yeah id started a little over two years ago technically uh, we didn't roll the program out full bore. It'll be two years in about two months when we move locations in October 2018. Uh, from there, it was always, I understood that there were individuals that wanted to be in group class and wanted to work out with their friends and needed that set class time to hold them accountable. But we've always known that the best way to serve someone is with an individualized program. Because if they want to train to perform and feel like a badass, we can do that and create a pain-free stimulus with an individualized program. If they don't want to snatch, we can put them on an individualized program. Mm -hmm. If they have back pain and they don't give a flying crap about 
what their lifts look like, mm -hmm. we can do an individualized program for that. That being said, a lot of people live and breathe and thrive, thrive in that group environment where they all get to work out together for those 10 to 20 minutes and breathe hard and do the same or a very similar workout and have that sense of camaraderie and group accomplishment. That's what kind of melted a full bore individual design program and a standard, completely outdated group class model into what is now our Thrive class. So when someone's painting their picture of overall fitness, health, lifestyle, everything that goes into it, is it a one-stop, you know, one model for everybody? Is is there something different? And maybe give a tip on, you know, how to look at and even start painting somebody's fitness like picture. The, the first, the what is the first brushstroke in the fit, the picture of fitness? Uh, that's setting an intent. You know, and that's before the brush strokes. You have to set the intent for the fitness. Um, from there, first steps, some people it's gonna be nutrition counseling, some people it's gonna be a movement assessment. What do you need? But the first thing you lay down when you paint a picture of fitness is the intent. You have to know what you're painting and why you're painting it and what you want it to look like when you're done. Yeah, I think that's such an important part of that whole process. I mean. Especially you see it, you know, you, you handle all the conversations with, with these members, mostly when they're coming in, right? Like you're talking to them, trying to get that understanding of why they're there, what they're trying to get out of it. And I'm sure, you know, even myself, when I walk into a, a gym uh, back in the day, I didn't know what my intent was. I just know I wanted to move around and, and get healthy. So from what you're seeing and what you're talking through new members, existing members, even old members, it's... It's, you know, what is your intent? And I, th I think you still have those check-in conversations pretty regularly, even if it's not like a formalized right. sit down. And that's so huge to keeping members, keeping people understanding of their foundation and their building block. And to your point, we're all told we should exercise. We're all told, you know, look at um, He-Man, the, you know, Shout hero, out -Man. yeah, cartoon action hero where it's like, Everything that was ever in the media was the ultimate physique. So, yeah, people, oh, yeah, well, I should do that. Well, why are you doing that? Well, I don't know. Okay, but why are you doing that? Well, because I was told I should exercise. Why should you exercise? Well, I don't know. Well, what are you trying to get out of it? Well, I don't know. And when when you don't know what you're painting, you're going to paint shit. Right. You know, and, and as applies to fitness, that painting is going to come with aches and pains, never achieving any real goals because you never set any that actually meant anything to you. And if you don't set a goal that means something to you, then you're not going to chase it. Yeah, and that's, word of mouth is huge, especially in our industry, because you get a new, someone who's writing a new blog, um, someone who's writing a new program, and you know, if, or it's a new gym that opened up, and you used, you're so used to doing things a specific way, but maybe you never stop to question yourself, why am I doing it that way? Even if you are in a good place, you have an understanding of where you are and why you're moving, it's always good to just come back to that foundational platform. Is this still the route I want to be on? And if so, make sure that you're expressing that opinion. I, th I think finding that is so clutch and it's not always a given when people are sitting down and talking to the coaches because we're always on that constant journey of finding out are you still that same person we talked to a year ago 
what else is influencing you and, and talking to us. And part of that is we do so much development internally on ourselves and the coaching staff and all the coaches are asked these questions and are asked to ask these questions of themselves. Yeah. So they have a, an intimate understanding of uh, an alignment with fitness. You know, in all of this, I think we've, we've only covered about the first sentence of, you know, <laughs> um, being one with our body, understanding how to move through different planes and patterns unencumbered, you know, and being pain-free. You know, that's, that body awareness is huge, but the next piece of that was that external load should be moved with ease and with the confidence that we can do so safely. And you touched on that confidence piece. Yeah. And, but the external loads, like, if you have, you know, some, some flooring you need to pick up from Home Depot because you'll be doing your floors. You want to know that you can get it into your truck well. If you're picking up your kids, you don't want to throw your back out and drop your kid on the driveway. Right. You know, um, moving external loads is is a close second to be able to move our own body. Yeah. You know. No, it's a really good point too, and and making sure that what you're doing in the gym is uh, acceptable to what you're doing outside. Maybe not acceptable, but trans it's transparent between what your normal life is outside of the gym. So, you know, getting stronger in those things, and I think you touched on playing with your dogs, you know, playing, yeah. holding your kids, doing things like that, being an active parent, whatever that is for you, you know, synonymously moving for that goal. But I, I think a lot of movement gets so watered down and a lot of people, like you said, they, they just kind of question, well, why am I doing this? And mm -hmm. you see somebody that is a trusted friend of yours picking up a lot of weight, might not be the best thing for you if your body doesn't move that way or you have some type of, um, you know, reduction in movement in any which way, shape, well, or form. And that's why one of the first brush strokes should be a movement assessment, right? Yeah. You know, and so many people skip that. Instead of assessing what kind of canvas they're working with and what paint they're working with and how it's going to flow well, they they just slap that shit on there and call it modern art. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and people literally call piles of trash modern art and the artwork. <laughs> And that's, and that's what some of these fitness programs are at the end. Mm -hmm. They're not serving anybody. Right. And, and all they're doing is pumping a coach's ego up because they, they, and maybe it was even a plan written for someone individually. Yeah. But if you didn't assess them and you didn't ask them why they're doing this and you don't know about their goals and you don't know where they're trying to go in life with their fitness, you're handing them a pile of trash. Yeah. I think it, it does start with you at Ardent. Mm -hmm. And you touched on, you know, the coaches are up to speed. We're apt on all these things. Can you talk a little bit? I mean, we have a very tight coaches group, you know, now more so than ever, I think. Um, been here for almost a full year. I think a full year and a month. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been around those meetings. I've seen, you know, every Saturday we're meeting and we're talking. Even outside of that zone, you know, we don't have a thousand coaches, but yeah, we know our members. We have, yeah, we, we know our members and we don't have a thousand members either. Right. You know, um, we would much rather take better care of less people than worse care of more people. Yeah. And that's that has always been in, inside my gym, inside our gym, something that we strive to do. You know, um, I, I kind of want to keep pushing through this and then we'll keep bouncing back into. But endurance should be enough that we can run with our dogs. You touched on that. Carry our kids up and down the stairs or go for a long hike. You know, uh, and I kind of want to extrapolate from these sentences that we put endurance third and a base level of aerobic capacity is needed for health. That being said, if you cannot move your body and you cannot pick things up 
then you you have no business. If you don't know how your body moves and you haven't cleared all your mobility restrictions, why are you getting on a bike? Why are you going for a long run? And what are you doing to to increase bone density, muscle mass, and joint health? You know, because a lot of that long, slow distance stuff in and of itself, while beneficial to cardiac health, will not help with that. That's, yep. Oh, that's very well said. I think to leave our, our listeners with this, I mean, living your most powerful life to live with purpose, it's not just a, a catchy tagline, right? I mean, there's actual feeling behind that to living with purpose. And I think what you do a really good job of is challenging people to live and identify what their purpose is. And, and not to pat my own back, but I'm going to do it. You touched on earlier about how I'm always an early riser and I get up. That's to me, and to live with purpose can mean something different to each and every one of you out there. But to me, that is living with purpose. You're, you open your eyes in the morning. You don't want to roll over. You don't want to stay in, you, you have a reason to get out of bed in the morning, to start moving, and you are fulfilled from the time your feet hit the floor until the time you go to bed at night. There's no lack of fulfillment and no lack of, there's no misalignment on why you're doing anything, whether it be your career, your fitness, your nutrition, your friendships, your marriage, you are aligned and fulfilled on every single piece. And that is living with purpose. Well said. Cool, man. Anything else? No, I think that's good. I think we, uh, I think we gotta go get back in the pool. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Thanks for joining us today, Ardent. Stay safe. We'll see you at the gym. Later, guys.